Welcome back to the Blindside Rewind. I am one of your hosts, Jeremy Timmerman, joined as always by my buddy Justin Baxley. Justin, what's going on, my man? Uh, not much, brother. You know, I think I just heard a cam pop. You um, did. You did, my It was a little man. muffled. I couldn't tell for sure. Um, you know, it's, it's going well. You know, we're winding out in football season, so um, I'll be on a pretty normal schedule going forward, it looks like. Uh, normal normal for journalism, uh, as you know. Um and yeah, I mean, it, playoff time. I mean, uh, it's been a crazy football season here, Jeremy. I know you, you being in the school system, though, uh, we've 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 had a we've had a fun season. Uh, and so, uh, just kind of trying to wrap that up. But but what what have you been up to lately, buddy? You know, just had sick kids at the house. You know how? Yeah. I, well, you don't know how it is, but like, whenever you have kids, the it the exponent. And I've probably talked about this on this podcast. But the number of days that someone is sick doesn't go up uh, arithmetically. It goes up geometrically, I think, is the, the phrasing I'm looking for. If there's any math people, they'll know. It goes up exponentially is what I mean. So, like, if one kid means that you have, let's say, three days a year that you've got a, a sick kid, two kids means it's like nine days a year. Um, and by the time you get to four kids, it's about 390 days a year that somebody is sick. Yeah, that that, that math definitely checks out. Yeah, I'm, uh, I know that I am gifted in math, and so that is something that I'm sure is correct. I, you know, only added an extra. Shoot, I was going to try to do math. My own self. 25 days to the year. That sounds right. That's I mean, 390, 365. My experience having 25 extra days in a year sick sounds about right okay makes sense so i'm, I'm in <laughs> that math the math that math is mathing is what it's doing uh yeah uh speaking of math no i won't do it this early uh what are we drinking on tonight we're drinking on a it's called a hop tarts strawberry milkshake ipa by Duclaw brewing company Duclaw. You, you had me until the ipa part i knew That's that i knew that about you buddy Jeremy, those are the most frustrating beers to me. I'm sorry to cut you off, cause, and I'll let you go back to the DuPont or whatever in a second. Those are the most frustrating beers to me. I promise this is not a beer podcast, but I need to rant. Um, that's the most frustrating part of like IPAs and stuff. Um, I'll never forget the first time that I got I got a pack of uh, Tropicalia. I think it was. Yeah. No, 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 no. It was a there was a like a blood orange flavor IPA. Yeah. I was pumped. I thought, man, I found me a craft beer that I'm going to like because it's going to be sweet. It's going to be sour. Like it, I didn't understand the whole IPA thing. It just sounded delicious. And then I drank it and I was like, what is this? This yeah. is garbage. And so you had me. You, you really sucked me in with this milkshake thing. I was like, oh, man, he's about to hit me with something really. And then IPA. And I was like, man. I have no idea what the milkshake there. I've, I've had several milkshake IPAs. I don't know what that means. This one is, I, of all the IPAs I've had, this is one that has a chance that you would like it because the strawberry and the vanilla is very, yeah. it's it's there. There are some of those where they like say it's a, an orange IPA, and I'm like, nah, I don't get the orange. Uh, I just get the IPA. But this, there's, this no, there's no orange. There is hops or whatever y'all would be drinking. Just hopping all up, you know, it, it's all. Anyway, go ahead. But this one's good. It's, it's by Duclaw, which is up in Baltimore. I've had a couple of Duclaw beers recently, and they've mm-hmm. both been, and, and they, 
they've been good. So if you get a okay. chance, if you see Duclaw, if you're somebody who's listening to this podcast and you're not from around here and you're from up around Baltimore, uh, tell the good people at Duclaw they, they do good work. Speaking of doing good work. There it is. You got to give it up to these editors for the Survivor this season. These Man, pretty- they are deep in their bag, are they not? They are on fire this season. Uh, they are doing the good work uh, to finish off that segue. Um, Jeremy, a big a big thing. We, we talked about it at length last week, so I won't go too far into it. He's not even at episodes. Obviously, do a really good job allowing us to see these stories and obviously really enjoy them. The one for tonight, the through thread, so to speak, that we really got from that they really weaved the narrative throughout that really sent home, I think the strongest player in the season, Um, which is just crazy to think about where Emily came from um, to where we are now. She really was the strongest player, Um, which we can kind of get back to it. I thought her big mistake was telling everyone the move to get Bruce not to play his idol. Yeah. I think she should have saved that for final tribal. She wins the whole season if she does that, but she wanted to brag about it. So in the end, the things that they showed us to begin with were the undoing for Emily, but we'll get to that later. But no, Uh-oh. I mean, I, I actually think I forgot that was before the showmance when I suggested that we talk, that we open with the showmance. I forgot. That's a great place to start because that again, but it's another through thread. It's the same thing you were talking about is that opening scene of the episode set up who was going home Um, because she, she did, there was no reason she did not need to claim that there. Right. The, the, everybody on the Island, like that were, that was left to understand how big that move was. Right. She needed them to understand that once they were on the jury, that's a move that you would have to claim it. If you did something like that in the pre-merge. Yeah. You claim that he knows like nobody may not even end up on the jury from that. Well, because well, the person you did it to is not going to be on the jury. Right. Um, but in this case, Bruce is going to be on the jury where she can say, you know, Bruce, Bruce can testify to this. I'm the one who convinced him not to play his idol. You guys all had this plan to get Bruce out. We, we all said Bruce getting Bruce out was a crux of this season. And that doesn't happen if I don't convince him not to play his idol. If right. I don't convince him that we have a plan in place where he's not going to need to play it then he plays his idol in your whole plan shot. And and Bruce would have Bruce is the kind of person and Emily would know this because she's been really good at establishing establishing connections. She would know that Bruce is the kind of person who would honor that. You know, he's he's almost coach like in that where he would have respected her that play and he he wouldn't have said, nah, she didn't convince me. He would have said, no, yeah, Emily's the one who convinced me not to play my idol. Yeah. Yeah. Well and, and that's the thing. Like she has someone on the jury that's going to go to go to war for and Bruce over that particular move. She has somebody just in general that's going to go to war for her on the jury and Caleb. And she hasn't necessarily been the catalyst in getting Kendra and uh, Kelly. Right. Yeah. Kelly on the jury. So she's played, and we talked about this last week, jury management wise, she's played the best jury management game that we've seen in some time. And so this felt like her continuing to jury manage, but she got ahead of herself because she's managing people that can send her to the jury. She should have like, that's a move that maybe you do brag about it to 
nobody on that island until you get to final trial. I was going to try to say that like she could maybe do it with Katora, and maybe she could have. Maybe Katora is the one person she could go to and be like, "Man, I can't believe that worked." I know you've been itching to get Bruce out. I'm really glad I was able to pull that off. Katora is probably going to be so blinded by the fact that like, well, Bruce is gone. She's not going to pick up on it. Oh, Emily's a big threat here. Well, and, and it ended up not working out this way because of what we're about to get to. But she mainly could not brag about that play because they took Bruce out. They didn't have the numbers. They had seven people left, four of them from Reba. She, the, what her, Katura and Jake should have been doing is establishing, you know, in addition to trying to work on some other things, you know, don't just give up. Don't just give in to the fact that the Rebas have numbers and there's nothing we can do about it. Because if you're if you're Emily, you have connections with the Rebas. But recognize that one path that the path of least resistance for those Rebas is gonna be just to take Q3 out. You need to be minimizing your threat level right now. Make it to where if they do just decide to stick together, it's not you that they they go after. And specifically like the one person that she couldn't make an enemy of, she did in Julie because, and she didn't have all the information we had on Julie, but like Julie specifically, they showed us as soon as Emily said it, Julie went, she's a player. Yeah. And she said it out in front of everybody. She's like, Emily, you're good at this game. Like you are unbelievable. And I was like, dad gummit. This is where Emily, her, her journey ends. And, I think I mentioned it. Hey, I said the edits telling us that, that Emily's going home. This was like five minutes in. She goes, what? What? What do you mean the edits telling us that? What the ninety you... the ninety minutes let us let them swerve us like three times tonight. They did, but like they told us within the first five minutes that Emily was going home. They did a good job of bringing in some folks that could go home instead of her. But the reality is, by the time we got to the beginning of Tribal Council, I was able to message you and say, Emily's gone. To the point that I assumed, because we, we, uh, to pull back the curtain, uh, I was watching a little bit behind tonight, had some things to get done before I could start the episode. And Justin, I I, I thought, was ahead of me because he messaged me at about 927. Uh, So I thought, oh, he's already seen. He's already seen the vote. He knows that Emily's gone home. Uh, Justin had waited on me. <laughs> um, and so he was at the same point I was, and he knew Emily was going home. Um, but I, I assumed he had seen the vote already, and he just knew. Um, the, really, the play there for Emily, you know, it's, it's Monday morning quarterbacking, so to speak. But the, the play there for Emily, let folks think Jake is the one who tipped Bruce off. Yep. Let, let folk because that's the more obvious thing, right? Is you know Jake's been his number one. Uh, Jake tipped him off. Jake helped him out. It, maybe you don't even say that you know that because that would be a, a weird thing to know. But just when you're talking to people, like I bet Jake is the one who convinced him not to play his idol. I bet Jake's the one behind that. He and Jake are really were really close. And then you just go work with Jake. It's no harm, no foul. You're not telling everybody that Jake blindsided anybody you know that's still there you're not telling them that jake's working against the majority you're just telling them hey i bet jake is the one who tipped him off um and and then you just move on you can still work with jake you can still work with the rebas it just takes some of your threat level off instead she claims the move 
unnecessarily. It wasn't like everybody was like, who did that? Who got him to play his idol? And somebody had to step up. It was because in that case, you might be worried that like somebody else is going to claim it. Um, But everybody was celebrating it. And then she goes, guys, 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 guys. I know you all think that we pulled off this great blonde side, but the reality is it was me. I yeah. did. Like, let's just celebrate Emily for a minute. And this goes back to the through thread of from the from the outset. Her 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 way of lack of social awareness and lack of like understanding like how she may rub people the wrong way was shown to us for a reason. Yeah. And again, we've credited her quite a bit. She has completely changed. And and we got a really great scene tonight. And actually, when they showed us her walking up the coast, and she said, this is the first time I've been able to reflect on my survivor journey. When she said that sentence, I was like, she's gone. Yeah. Um, But when she talked about the change, I thought it was a beautiful moment for everybody to get to see that. But it also... Yes, she changed in a lot of ways, but there's still some some old Emily peeking through enough that like in, in, in the most innocent of ways, too. It's not like, hey, I'm doing this because I'm being brash and arrogant and like angry. She just genuinely did not pick up on, hey, if I tell everybody how like how this works, like I'm you know, this is this is a thing that's going to send me home. This isn't this isn't the time for this. She just she just didn't pick up on that. And then the same thing when she gets back from the journey, she goes, I'm just going to be the same Emily. I'm going to be Emily. And I think this is where she took Caleb's advice. So to heart of like, just be you, Emily, and everybody's going to love you for being you. She took it so to heart that like when she came back, she's like, I'm not alive. She can be Emily. I'm going to tell them like exactly what this whole journey thing did. I think she should have come back and absolutely lied. And told well, them. Yeah, I think so basically basically what they gave me, um, it was it was the savvy puzzle. Uh, I was able to complete it. Um, what I get is uh, immunity at the next tribal. Uh, it's not an idol or anything. It's just I you know I'm good. Um, I get like an advantage menu or something, um, and you get the final trial or you get the tribal council. She she just, you know, doesn't play anything. And everybody goes, oh, crap, she didn't have anything. And we believed that she was safe. And now we have accidentally sent somebody else home. Like, to me, that was the play. And Well, and to your point, I don't think the note said you get an idol. No, the note, the note said if you complete it, you're safe at the next tribal council. Yeah, she could have bent that and said... She could have just said, it said I'm safe. So I guess... When I go to the booth, it'll say you're safe the same way, you know, when you go to the booth. Because they didn't give, they didn't give me anything. It just said you're safe. Um, or uh, the other thing that she left out that I think was just the key piece. She didn't say it was the savvy puzzle. She yeah. said it was she said it was a puzzle and I didn't complete it. If she had said it was the same savvy puzzle that I guess the guy that folks did. I don't think anybody's actually was where was Jake in that. Did Jake do the smart versus savvy for the blue tribe? The I blue think tribe? Yeah, yeah. So, like, it, as soon as she said it was the puzzle from savvy and it just looked really too complex to, for the time that I had, and I just couldn't risk losing my vote, 
that's such a specific thing to say. Yep. That Jake would have immediately been like, oh, yeah, that puzzle sucks. There's no way you could have completed it in a short amount of time. We had to try it and we made no progress. And so, like, that's such a specific – they set her up with a specific story to tell, and she didn't, she didn't give the key piece of information that I think would have helped her sell it. Yeah, I think you either have to go full bore lie, right, or you have to remember every single detail of the truth. And she didn't do either one. Like, she gave the truth, but she, you're right. She excluded the part that I don't know that anybody could have, like, argued. Because here's the thing. When in Survivor have you seen them pull a puzzle back up from earlier in the season and give it as a, uh, like, a journey puzzle? Never, and she, right? Never. Like, and, she, and she didn't see the savvy puzzle. So, like, right. if it, and especially if you're Jake, if she's able to describe it at all, then he, she, yeah. she's either telling the truth or she has been saving the most specific lie we've ever seen. Well, remember that she for, didn't for 25 days, you know? Right. Well, but she didn't do the savvy puzzle. She, right. she didn't even know what it looked like. And Unless, all she would have had to say would have been like, it said something about four people have already failed it. It said it was a savvy puzzle. I, you know, I looked at it. And as soon as I saw that four people had already failed it on the season, that was it for me. I wasn't doing it. Well, I could see if, if like, you know, the only lie that she could be telling at that point is, I guess, that there's a chance that when, Sab- I think Sabaya and Caleb did it for the Yellow Tribe. There yeah. is a chance that Sabaya and Caleb came back, described the puzzle, and she remembered it exactly. And then she chose this exact moment to lie and say they brought it back. But I think the safest thing to be with you're Jake and she comes back and she says, yeah, it was, it was, they said it was the savvy and that all four of, you know, whoever did it, it was Caleb and Tobiah for us, that all four of you guys failed on it. It was these, these rings and they were very, you know, uh, increasing height. So I had to get this piece of rope off of it. And it it just, it didn't seem like something I could do. As soon as she says that Jake's going to go, yeah, that's the savvy puzzle. And yeah, it sucks. And I think that that was the way to play that. I don't know how big of a role that played in it. Um, Maybe because right. because in the end, the only person who really thought she was lying was D, and D didn't vote for her. Um, so I, I don't know how much of a difference it made, but it did. I, I do think it planted the seed even further that she's playing this game really hard. Right. Speaking of D, we kind of started to go this direction, and and shortly after that, we got to see. Justin, how long has it been since we saw a good little showman's? Gosh, it's, uh, you know. Is it 39? Is that the last showman's we saw? Um, And that one wasn't even really, that was just two people cuddling one night and everybody voted somebody out over it. I'm trying to think back. I mean, I, I, 40, there wasn't one because they're all old. 41, um, no, no, 42. I really do. I really think this is the first showmance we've seen in the new era. Um, yeah, if there was one, it was short-lived. Oh, Justin's a sleepy baby. I am. I'm getting there. Um, That's what we say at our house. When somebody yawns, it's, oh, he's a sleepy baby. Because let me tell you, when you're 4, 8, 11 years old, if somebody tells you you're a sleepy baby, you are not a sleepy baby at all. And, you, and that is that is something to fight over. I'm 29 years old, and I can tell you. I'm a back with sleepy baby, but anyway, I've been a um, sleepy baby for like 11 years, so yeah, I'm not, I'm not sweating it, but no, 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 like, you know, 
here's the here's the thing. It, everybody says how bad a showman's is, but then they like everybody at least dabbles, right? Like, oh, who was it though from uh, the Yellow Tribe? Um, a couple years ago. Oh, I know uh, who you're talking uh, about. The guy you really liked. Um, curly had a dude. Oh God, Xander. Xander. Didn't he have some sort of like little? It was the reverse. They didn't even show us that. Liana acted like she hated him. All like she. What they showed us was all the time she talked about hating him, but in reality, she kind of had a crush on him. Okay. But because yeah. that didn't fit the narrative of the season at all, all they showed us, like mm. on the actual episodes, was that she hated Xander and wanted him gone. Um, this is the first one that anybody's actually acknowledged. But I will say to Dee and Austin's credit, now we'll we'll talk about the through thread a little bit. I don't know that anyone else on the island recognizes that there's anything going on more than just they're in an alliance, and that's the right way to go about it. Like the reason Dean and I think what her name was Chelsea, the reason they got targeted is it was obvious. They were cuddling at night. They were, um, which by the way, since that season, I have heard on other podcasts that now you can't sleep closer than six inches apart. Matt and Franny. There we go. That, that's who it was. There we go. But did, I, but, but did I tell you about that? That, that I think it was on. Somebody was on Tyson's podcast from one of the last couple seasons, and they said that now when you build the shelter, they'll actually come in. And that's why you don't see a lot of, like, the actual floor of the shelter. When you build the shelter, they'll actually come in and make sure that you've got, like, pieces of bamboo missing so that people aren't sleeping right next to each other ever since season 39. Um, Yeah. And so because of that, you don't have, like, the out-and-out cuddling. But also, like, I feel like... D and Austin, at least from what we've seen, I don't know that everybody else has caught on that D and Austin have more than an alliance going on. Well, and here, here's the other thing, though. I don't know that they do. I think Austin is very into D. I don't know how much that is reciprocated. I mean, really? Because I got the opposite. I got the opposite from from tonight. Yeah, maybe. And because maybe D, D was the one who kept saying the word showmance and kept saying, I said I wasn't going to do this, but like, da 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 da. And then Austin was the one saying, Yeah, you know, I've really gotten close to D, and she's definitely somebody I'd want to visit when all this is over. Well, but see, the thing is, she kept saying it, but she also said, I said I wouldn't get in a showmance, but that doesn't mean I can't have a little fun. That does not feel like somebody who's saying that I look at this as a showmance. I think if you're saying I'm having a little fun, but it's not a showmance, it's it might be a showman. My yeah. sister in Christ, it is a showmance. You know, like well, it is a showmance, but I don't know how serious it is. For well, her. see, the, the, the definition the definition of that word, most of them aren't serious. Chelsea and Dean had nothing going on that we know. They were just cuddling. Uh, yeah, but, but I mean, your boy Austin's bringing up Rob and Amber. Uh, yeah, that one. That one was a lot. That was a lie. Like, you know, like, uh, that's but she, what I'm but, saying. She, but she said the word husband. She did. She brought it back. You know what I mean? Like, so I, I don't know. But they, to go back to your original point that you started with, the editing is so good that even though both of them are outright talking about a showmance, 
we still aren't sure how much of it is a showmance and how much of it is just two, two people in an alliance or how much of it is that they really didn't do that much on the island. Like they really weren't that much of a showmance on the island. But what the editing crew knows is that now they've been dating for a year. That, yeah, that's true too. Or something uh, like that to where like at the end, we're going to find out that like they are a thing and, and they're getting married, you know, like whatever, like, who knows what the future holds as far as this relationship is, but the editing was so good. And like, we got like, I was sitting there smiling, like, even though I know that like showmances are a bad idea and nobody should get involved in them. And I knew that like, because they were telling about telling us about it, that probably means it wrecks somebody's game. Just the way they were talking about it made me smile. It was an enjoyable segment. Yeah, no, it was, I, it was good. I love love. I'm like Jeff. I love love. I d- yeah, I do. Um, I, I guess the thing that kind of ruined that for me is because I couldn't tell. Like, I wanted to root for him, but D might be messing with my boy Austin's heart, and I, I don't know. I'm 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 a little puzzled on how deep this runs. Um, but you're right. That is not a bad thing. That's a they've done a really good job of editing it. And this could be a situation where you we are going to find out that. At finale night, they're getting engaged. Um, and it's wild that it affected the game as much as it did tonight. But I don't know that it made... Like, I think they made the right decision. Right. But I think they made the right decision for the wrong reasons. Yeah, Austin... And, and this is where I go back with Austin versus D and how their feelings are. Austin made the right decision because he really liked D, Jeremy. <laughs> D made the right decision... Because she really likes the idea of her winning. <laughs> um, and I think that's the, to me, that's well, where I have like the apprehension of it all. But then it circles back to Austin just didn't want to, like Austin just didn't want to ruin his, there is a story to be made that Austin just really didn't want to wreck his relationship in the game with D. That he knew that, because notice, he didn't say, so tell Julie to play her idol. He just told her there's a plan. They're coming after Julie. I, I don't really want to vote for her, but, like, here's the numbers. You know? It, and he counted himself, if you'll notice, when he was talking to D, he counted himself on her side. Even though that wasn't how he was planning to vote. <laughs> like, he was going to vote for Julie, but he counted himself on the side that was going to vote for Emily, but he was just illustrating for her that, like, no matter how I vote, at least based on what I'm hearing, Julie's going home. So, yeah. like, this sucks. This isn't what I want, but this is what's happening. And she, so he was preserving his in-game relationship with, with Julie, or with D. But then when D told Julie, and Julie brought up the idea, well, let's just vote Austin out. That's what makes me think that, like, nobody else has picked up on the fact that they have this little, you know, flirty showmance going on. Because Julie made no bone. Like, she didn't pause at all. She was like, I just vote Austin out. Like, yeah. And, and then, and then D like put her game on the line and was like, no, you cannot vote Austin out. That's my number one. Which I think was a huge mistake. That's why I wonder if, if it's, if it's a bigger deal to her than it is to Austin. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I, I just think she in the moment panicked of like, okay, if she takes out Austin, this still ends in us not having the numbers. Yeah. And, I have. I'm doing everything I can 
to keep our four together. And if they keep attacking each other, I don't know what I'm going to do. Because, like, now you have Drew targeting Julie. Austin uh, apprehensively targeting Julie. Julie's targeting Austin. And Dee's left all alone. I, I think, again, I think that was still another move of hers that she panicked and was like, oh, gosh, no. I'm trying to keep everybody on Emily, and now y'all are all just going to go at each other. I've got to just throw out a dart here. That's my number one, which I think was a mistake. I think, and and here's the thing, it's a mistake that Julie didn't make her pay for. Because I'll be honest, the moment she said it, I was like, if I'm Julie, I just take D out here. Like, yeah. just she told me where her allegiance lies. Um, and you know, I'm sitting here thinking I can't, I can't take Drew out because he's safe. So I'm going to hurt Drew by taking out Austin. But now she says that Austin's her number one. Well, I'm either going to take out Austin and make her loyal to me. I'm going to take her out, link up with the two guys and or link up with Katura, Jake and Emily and take out the two guys. Like, to me, well, that... and and if that wasn't your exit ramp, when D outright told Julie, "Listen, I'm going to vote for you because the acting job here is that we're at odds, that we're mad at each other, and so I'm going to go ahead and put a vote on you." Well, when she said that, that would have been if if your exit ramp wasn't when she told you that Austin was your number one, it was her number one. It, the exit ramp should have been when she said, "You need to play your idol." Because I'm going to put a and, – and said, I'm putting a vote on you. And so going forward, we're mad at each other. I would have been like, okay, so she's fine with me going home. She's not even trying to put votes – she's not even trying to work with me to put votes on somebody else. She is just going to outright vote me out the game if I don't play this idol. Um, she's forcing me to burn my idol instead of trying to work with me to get the votes to take out someone else. Yeah, like if – one of those two things should have been the exit where Julie said, I got to get rid of D. Um, now, and, and we've kind of speed run this whole episode, uh, but I really think this is, this is where the episode is. Now, I will say before we get too much into the end game, how powerful was Katura's story? Yeah, I didn't want to hit on that. Um, man, it, 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 uh, it kind of shook me. I'm not a lot. Like it caught me way off guard. I had my, my 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 jaw was proverbially on the floor. Yeah, mine was too. Like, and it kept like the layers kept getting like wilder, right? Like, well, first you get the story of like she was taken out of school. All right, well, a lot of people are homeschooled. Oh, because she's in a cult. Yeah, I mean and, that ter- that turn got me too because when she said she got pulled out of school, I was like. They took this girl out of school when she was in the fifth grade, and then she said homeschool, and I was like, man, that ain't taken out of school. You're still in school. Right. And then she said, and then we just stopped. Mom went back to work, and I just wasn't doing anything. I, Excuse me, ma'am? Right. And then we get to the cult part, and yeah. then we talk about the, like, she was working three and four jobs. And I thought, okay, well, that, man, that is, that is a story of resiliency because she got to become a lawyer. And it also answered the question of, like, why she doesn't really talk to her mom. Right. Um, But then we get hit with the, at 13, the pastor of this cult 
wanted to marry me. Yeah. And I was like, uh, what? And when he and, and when she said that, I was like, tell me her mom did not get, let that happen. Is that why she's estranged from her mom? And then, she, thankfully, she immediately said that, no, mom, that's when they bailed. But what a freaking story. And then to see her, like, decide to go be a lawyer. It was incredible. Yeah. Right, like Jake, Jake tells us the story, right, of, like, you know, I had a 2.6 GPA. And if I can do it, anybody can do it. I really think you should go become a lawyer. And then you hear her story, and I bet Jake's like, well, yeah, maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe lawyer is a little higher than what, but then she tells, like, we all know, like, she's going to done it. And like, what a, what a, just a, like, testimony, um, her life is. I mean, that's just, it, it was a phenomenal story. Um, glad we got that moment from her. Yeah. Um, and she talked about it. She's like, if this is my last day on the island, I want to have shared this story with someone. Um, and I she just, shared it with the other attorney. I just, it was great. But she didn't tell him that she, that was, she an was attorney. Was, I, yeah. like, it's such a, it's such a, a phenomenal story. But then I sit and think, and it makes the fact that she's lying about being attorney so silly. You know, like, I don't think that, I, I don't know. I don't know that it was always overblown, but it felt like that would have been a good time to like, listen, Jake. I've been lying to you this whole time. Well, but stupid. But she had just got it out of her mouth, though, Jeremy, that, like, yeah, I wish I could be an attorney. So, like, immediately coming out and going, huh, I was, because the problem is, and, the, and this, this kind of goes back to Bruce. This is Bruce's fault of why she couldn't do that. Bruce told Jake a story. Jake believed it. He was he became gullible, right? And he yeah. opened himself up for that. And she probably knew that. So if she were to go, man, I sure wish I was an attorney. Immediately, Jake's like, "Well, you should do that." Like, and then, no, nah, just kidding. I'm already an attorney. You know, you don't have to give me that pep talk, goober. Like, I think that hurts Jake. A lot. Well, so, no, I, w- I just wouldn't have done the man. I want to be an attorney. I would have. I would have come out today and said, Jake, I need to tell you something. I I've been lying this whole time, and now that we're to this point, the whole lie feels silly. Yeah, I, I'm an attorney. You and I are both attorneys. I don't know why I've been lying about being an attorney. I think that builds more inroads than whatever it is she's doing. I don't know what the end game is where she's going to like, because I think if she sits at tribal at final tribal, that would be the, like the only way this would pay off is if she's able to sit down at final tribal and say, Oh, and by the way, this whole time I was an attorney. And I think that's what she's going for. Right. But I don't know that that does anything. I don't know that it does either. Here's (laughs) Here's the thing. She has a really great emotional story. And I think, her thought process is if I can like leak out that little information, right. I get to the, get to the jury. The jury's going to know like, Hey, this person has come from nothing and has built her way on survivor. And then all of a sudden she gets out in front of everybody and goes, I've been playing you guys for 30 something days. I'm actually an attorney. Uh, I did go through all the stuff with my mom and the cult stuff that I told you guys. But I'm already an attorney. 
and I'm gonna I'm gonna play out for you why I should be the survivor, and then she can eloquently argue why she thinks she should be the thing. The problem is she doesn't have the resume. She like, doesn't have where... the resume, and then it's gonna look like well, she pinned her whole whole game on this lie that we knew Jake was an attorney the whole time, and we never targeted him for that. No, we targeted him because he was an easy vote out. The only person who tried to target him for being an attorney was Katura. Katura. <laughs> and it didn't work. <laughs> we should take him out because he's an attorney. No. I don't no, think we, we want to do that. We got bigger fish to fry. And and so like I don't know. It it I think as soon as that didn't work, I would have been plotting a time to tell Jake that I was an attorney. She'd be like, listen, I hear you're an attorney. I am too. You know, I I don't know why I've been lying about that. I had a I had some some uh, some misgivings about whether or not I would be targeted for because I was an attorney, and I see that like that's not something that's really played a big role in this season, and so I feel like that you know I I have there have been so many times I wanted to compare stories about being an attorney and I couldn't do it because I have this line I want to be able to share those stories with you, damn it. So let's let's talk. I, it just feels like that's such a better way to do this than to lie the whole time of being an attorney, but. Regardless, tonight's story from her was just so phenomenal. Yeah, it was. It was great. We can kind of delve into real quickly just, you know, Emily going home. Um, I I mean, I think we've kind of explained why it all happened. I think we've already explained that, like, Julie's best, um, best action probably was to actually take out Austin or D tonight. Um, yeah, and, and I really do think for the Rebas, and this is why I didn't think taking out Bruce, like it played out exactly like I was talking about. Taking, well, not exactly. The end result is exactly what I was talking about. That because they took out um, Bruce, Emily, you know, Emily ended up going home. It just didn't play out the way I thought it would. But because Emily didn't have the votes to go home, right? <laughs> Emily didn't have the votes to go home. It was going to be Julie. But the reason it wasn't Julie is because there's so many daggum Rebas left, you know? Um, yeah. When well, they goofed their way through to, to having four. Right. And, like, I do think now, like, I think we've gotten to the point where um, we think that maybe Drew is cooked, but I did look it up. What he has is safety without power or whatever. He can just get up and leave tribal next time. And that's good, I think, to any tribal. Well, and so, and 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 that's a good one for him specifically, because right. this is the situation where you, if you think you're cooked, you just say, "I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna leave," and you're not committed to any plan. There's no plan that needs you because this is that's where Jeremy Collins messed up in Winners at War. He left when I know there was his alliance needed his vote. And he got scared and left. When if he had just stayed, if I remember right, this is the way Tyson talks about it too, so I think this is correct, is that if he had just stayed, the vote would have gone the direction he wanted it to go. But because he left, the vote went another direction. In this case, Drew can look around and go, we've hit the point where it's four versus two. It's my Reba four, right? Or or are they down to seven? Seven. No, they're at six. Six. Yeah, so it's it's my re it's my re before, plus Jake and Katura. 
Right. Now is the time where the, the other three are clearly going to turn on me now. And if the other three go to Jake and Gatura and say, let's take out Drew, they're going to take out Drew. I have no help. I turn, I put, forced the action onto Julie. I'm the one who decided to do that. It didn't work. And so now Austin and D have to work with Julie to get me out. Yep. Um, when Now, really, the right move is still because – if Julie was already somebody they couldn't beat, she's definitely somebody they can't. <laughs> she's definitely somebody they can't beat now, um, unless now. But what now? D and Austin can claim is the only reason she's in the game is we let her stay in the game. Right. We're the one. They can claim her still being there. They can claim her idol play. D yeah. specifically can claim that entire idol play without even having an idol, which is pretty powerful, right? Like. Well, and, and Austin to a degree, too, because he said multiple times tonight, I have to get my own idol out of the game. And so he can say, like, the whole plan, like, I, yeah, I was in on the plan to get, to get Julie out, but then I was in on the play, the plan to keep her here, and the only reason she was still she's still here is because I gave her an idol and then passed along the information that was needed for her to play it. And yeah, I did. Idol. And I did that because I knew – I, that got that idol out of the game, so I could take her out later if I wanted to, and it, it preserved me a an ally. And by doing that, she's here tonight. So maybe I'm wrong, but like it kind of still seems like the move is Julie. But if it's not Julie, they can turn on on Drew. But in this case, Drew doesn't need to know the plan. He just needs to know that like if those three are sticking together and they're taking out Katura, they don't need my vote. And if they're not, and if we're not sticking together, and if they're coming after me, I I should leave. <laughs> I should leave because they probably have all five votes at that point, right? Um. So yeah, I think six is the perfect time to play that for him. And I think the thing is, you don't. If I'm him, I don't tell anybody that. I, like I'm making them plan to take me out, and then when we get to tribal council, we get to the point where. We're about to go vote. I'm just standing up and leaving. I'm out. See you guys. Have a good one. I know the plan was to take me out, but I think the best thing for me is to leave. And the thing is, depending on how it shakes out, you know, it would be easy at that point for the three Rebas to just take out one of the other two. Yeah. Uh, But what happens if, you know, let's just say Jake has immunity. Um, the other three Reba go, well, I don't like, I don't really want to take out Couture. That's who I wanted to sit by. I don't want to sit by Julie and, and letting her stay, you know, and, and Austin's just going to play his amulet. So at that point, it's a five person. Is that right? Five person tribal um, with two people that are safe. Yep. Uh, Potentially, because Austin will be safe because of the amulet, and then somebody's going to have immunity. Um, if I'm Austin, I mean, I'm safe. I look at that and go, "Hey, Katora, Jake, Julie, right here. Let's just make it happen." Um, and I'll, you know, we can link up with with Drew, and we can all battle it out at five going in. I just think that. You know, for Austin's end game, I mean, I really think the best, the best thing for him right now, 
is repair things with Drew, have Drew leave Tribal Council, have a plan in place with Katora and Jake to take out Julie, and then you play it off to D. Well, I didn't know Drew was leaving Tribal Council. I was safe. Katora was safe, or Jake was safe. I had to take someone out. Julie made a lot more sense than the person that you and I both agree would be better to sit by the end. Yep. Um, and at that point, like, if you're D, you can't even get mad because, like, the other option is you. Yeah. And, I mean, if you're Julie, that's the exact same thing that I, I would be looking at is, you know, Austin is safe. D has already told me that I'm not her number one, that Austin is. Drew is gone. I'm going to Katura and Jake and going – Hey, Austin's safe. Drew's gone. Let's take D out. And right. there's the other, like, it's whoever gets those other two to vote with them after Drew leaves tribal that's going to win it. The other, the other potential thing is if Drew wins immunity again, he, I mean, he's safe. He can work with Katura and, uh, what you call it. And maybe he even gives that advantage to one of them and that's why this is where the this is why i said that i don't think they did it for the right reasons because austin passed along the information to d i think partially because of this little showmance but it was it was also strategic but i just don't know that it was the right move to tell d yeah i don't i don't i I think he could have gotten here without doing that because the numbers were there that he didn't even have to vote on that side. He could have just voted with D and Julie. Right. Like, like if he's truly to the point where, like, I think the right play for me is Emily. But I think the right play. But I, I, I recognize that Julie is the right play for everyone else. Just vote with Julie and D. And let Emily Katura, Jake, and uh, what's his face, Drew, Drew, take her out. Yeah, and and there's a way to like what you do is you say I am voting for Emily. Drew, I Drew, I think the right play for us is to vote for Emily because if we just take out one more of this other side the Rebus can decide how many of us go to the end. If we take out Julie now, we no longer are in control of which one of... Uh, we could go from a guarantee that three of us will be at the end to the possibility that none of us are at the end just by voting Julie out right now. Well, but the other Because thing- that's, that's the reality of these numbers, Justin, is that when you're at seven, you have a 4-3 advantage. If you allow one of your people to be taken out, it's three three, and now if the other side is willing to go to the idols, but or go to rocks because they might as well go to rocks. Mm-hmm. You could at, at at six if if you take out Julie tonight at six, if the other side's willing to go to rocks, you could lose D at rocks. Here's the and other, then, and then it's three two, and at final five, if one of them wins immunity, they get to pick which one of you goes home, and if one of you wins immunity, the other one's going home. Here's the other play for Austin that I just thought of. Okay, he knows Drew, Emily, Jake, and Katora are voting Julie. 
he knows Julie has an idol that she may play, right? We also, at this point, don't know for a fact that Emily didn't get something at this retreat or whatever. Like, you can sell that, right? Like, you can yeah. sell that she got something on the journey. You were worried that she had immunity. So then you put a vote on Jake. You just throw one on him. So that when you get back, you go, you go to D and Julie and you tell them, or, well, I guess Julie's gone at that point. You go to D and say, hey, I was with you guys, but I wanted to make sure that, like, just in case Emily had something, that we were still clear because, like, it could be that Julie played her idol, Emily played played something, and then, you know, me and you were in the crosshairs. Same thing, he goes to Drew and says, hey, I didn't really trust, like, I was going to vote with you guys, but I didn't trust that Julie wasn't going to play her idol, Emily wasn't going to play something, and then I wasn't going to have to go home. I picked Jake, and you don't really have to smooth things over with Jake because Jake is used to this at this point. Tell both sides beforehand. When, yeah. you're, ta- when you're talking to Drew and them saying, all right, so here's what I'm going to do. In case Julie catches wind of this somehow, I'm going to play, um, I'm going to put a vote on, vote on Jake. Yep. You tell Drew that. Don't tell Jake that, obviously. But tell Drew, like, listen, I'm going to throw a vote on Jake because I feel like if we're not taking on Emily, we got to take somebody out from that group. And I think Jake is the right move. I think Jake's the wild card. He's the squirrely one. You know, everybody's had conversations with Jake where he's like, I want to make moves. Like, we've seen that in two episodes. So he's an easy sell. Like, listen, I feel like he's the squirreliest of the group. I'm just going to throw a vote on Jake in mm-hmm. case um, in case this thing with Julie doesn't go through. And then he goes to D and he's like, listen, um, I, I hear you that, that you know, it's it's I, I feel like the plan is is Emily. But what if she got something on that journey, that journey? I think one of us should put a vote on Jake just in case. And then either way, you've planted the seed and you're clean. Now, eventually, the problem there for Austin, and this is why I said to my wife, that I think I would love to see the data on how many more winners there are who are married already compared to or or in long-term relationships of some kind compared to people who are single. Yep. Because the natural instinct, you can say you don't want showmances all you want, but if you're a single person in your late 20s, 30s, of any age, really, but especially in late 20s, 30s, you're going to get out there, you're going to spend 20 days, 26 days with somebody. We already hear these people. There's, these people are crying over voting out somebody that they don't have a romantic feeling for. So it's, it's real easy to build feelings like that. And so I would, I would almost wonder if what Austin's thinking about is not only can I not, not only do I have to fill the in, I can't let there be video of me backstabbing her because what if we're dating a year from now and I've got when this is going to air and before this airs, I've got to explain to her why I stabbed her in the back. Because it's real easy. Because that's what I was just thinking as I was going through this. Is that like, if he's thinking about having a relationship with D after the show, he can't be a part of the plan to vote Julie out and not tell her. Right. He's got to tell her. If he's got any 
aim on a relationship after the game, he's got to fill her in. Or he's got to win. Those are the only two options. Because if he wins a million dollars and they're dating because he lied to her in the game, I think he'll be okay. But <laughs> but if he doesn't win a million dollars and there's video out there of him being like, yeah, um, no, we can't let D know that for sure. For sure we can't let D know that. And But then he votes with D so that she thinks he was with her all along. Ooh, that's going to be a tough episode to watch. Right. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't win that situation. No, he does not. But again, like I think there's just an easy sell for him to just go, Hey Drew, I'm throwing a vote on Jake to be safe. Hey D, I'm throwing a vote to Jake to be safe. And he plays the middle. And even if he says to them, because this is honestly where he was, I think, if he says to them, listen, first of all, I don't like being in the middle of this. Yeah. Second of all, I think there's a chance that if you're talking to Drew, there's a chance that Julie could play an idol. You, we, we know she has it. I'm just going to throw a vote on Jake and I'm just not going to be a part of it. And then he says to D, he's like, listen, I, I've been working with Emily. I really want to keep Emily here. I recognize that she's a big target for you guys. And I also recognize that she might have an idol. So what I'd like to do, or she might have, we don't know what she'd have. So what I really like to do is vote for Jake. And then that way it, it's a fallback option, if nothing else. And, and what that put, where that puts Austin is he has cover from Drew. He has cover from D. He has cover from Julie, because Julie's whole thing in the game is if you put her name down or you write her name, she's coming after you. Yeah, he didn't she write her still, name down. She still wants Jake out. For writing her name down 12 weeks ago. Not literally, but you know what I mean. At a point where he pretty much had to, you know? like it was... She still holds that against him. Yeah. And so, you don't write Julie's name out, so you got cover from her. You got cover from Drew. Jake's the only person you piss off. And no matter who goes home, Julie or Emily, neither one of them can be mad at you because you didn't put their name down. You stuck to what you said you were going to do. The only person that can be mad is Jake, and Jake has nobody else on the island. Right. And, and at this point, as long as Jake doesn't go home, he's he seems to be kind of at a comical point where there's like, yeah, I got another vote. But, hey, I was safe. Look at that. Um, I, 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 I agree with you. I think that's the play. But, I again, I come back to what I always said coming out of last episode and through this episode. The Reba's best position was to be sitting there with four of them at the final six. This yep. is the spot to turn on each other. Because now, if you're Austin, you recognize you're in the middle, right? You recognize you got a relationship with Drew, and he's melting down and turning on people. you got a relationship with, with Julie and Dee, and they're going to be mad at Drew. The simplest thing for you to do is to vote with Julie and Dee talk to Katura and or Jake and say, listen, Drew's the move here, yeah. you know? Um, and you just say to him, listen, we're at a point where we could just take the four of us to final four. And there's not a heck of a lot you guys could do about it. Especially you, you have this conversation after one of the Rebus has won immunity and you say, really, we can make sure that it's just four of us at final four and just duke it out. But we think the smart move here is to take out Drew. Will you join us? And then Katura yeah. and Jake are going to go along with that because they have to. Right. And that's the position you put them in by taking out Emily tonight 
instead of taking out Julie. I will say the wild thing that can happen now because Julie played her idol is that there's going to be an idol back out there. Potentially, there's, yeah. There's a chance. Because that was the real idol. The amulet is what Austin still has. Right. So the real idol is probably going to get put back out. Yeah, because there are no real idols in the game because the yellow one never got found. Mm-hmm. The blue one is what Bruce... No, the yellow one is what Bruce found. Mm-hmm. The blue and, one never got found. Mm-hmm. Austin had the red one. Mm-hmm. And that's what Julie just uh, oh. just played. So there, yeah, there are no real idols in the game right now. You're right. So, okay. So they put the idol back out there, right? Let's just say Drew, Katora, or Jake finds it. Okay. That person is safe. Drew has the safety without power. He can leave. Safe. And then one of those three wins immunity. All of a sudden, all three of them are safe. And now Drew, or not Drew, Julie, Austin, and D are the only people eligible to go home. Like, there is a scenario out there where, and this may be why, taking out um, for Austin... Going with Drew's plan, not telling D, may have actually been the best thing for him. Because now there's a, there's a scenario where, well, I guess he's safe too. So then it's D and Julie. Yeah. So there may be even a scenario where D has played herself into being the next vote out. Because Julie, Katura, and Jake just decide, yeah, she's going home. Well, I, but, I, but I think that's where it actually... Again, it, I think it was the right play for them because Austin looks at D, even if it's not the fully extreme version, even if it's just where like there's only like one or two people that can go, Austin goes to D and he's like, listen, it's you or it's Julie. Yeah. And let's just vote Julie out. If we go to Katura and Jake right now and say, it's time, let's vote, Ju- let's vote Julie out. You'll have our votes. You know, we won't we won't play anything on her because if you just say like we won't play anything on her, they don't know what you have. They yeah. don't know. They don't know what potentially you found at Reba. They don't know what you've gotten from other people. They don't know what anybody got on journeys. Nobody that's left knows that Austin has that amulet. Mm-hmm. So like they don't know what's in the game fully. And so if you just if you just come to them and say, listen, you don't even have to say what you have. Just say, listen, we're ready to take Julie out. You have the votes. We won't play anything that we've got on her. And then you play the and and, and then Austin plays the amulet on himself. Mm-hmm. And they just send Julie home. Yeah. Um, There's also a world though where Julie wins immunity. Yep. In a safe via amulet, Drew is safe via walking out, and one of Katura or Jake finds the idol, and then it becomes Katura versus Katura or Jake versus D, and Julie may look at that and go, "She told me that Austin was her number one." Yeah, She's gone. Like, well, as the only member of that group that does not have that did not have an idol or any sort of advantage, D was always the most vulnerable. Yeah, that's true. Um, 
she's which is which kind of makes it crazy that she's always been kind of she's been more of the the mafia boss of that group. She's one. Drew's related. Drew's kind of um, taking on that role, but Dee's always been the one who's like driving the boat, and that's what makes it so crazy that she's driving the boat, but she's the one with no cover. She she doesn't have an idol. She didn't have a knowledge of power. I think it's interesting that Austin put his idol in Julie's bag and not hers. Maybe he yeah. and Dee were in the same group. I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah, but um, either way, uh, I, I think it's I think it's just one of those where at this point, all of this is why it was so important. And when everybody was celebrating taking Bruce out. Even before, um, even before Emily claimed it, I was like, I don't know that I'd be that excited if I was them. Like this would be the point where I would be recognizing, ah, crap, they've got the numbers. Yeah, that was just a really big miscalculation on her part. The real move for her would have been convincing Bruce to play the idol. Yep. Out Julie or D. Play the idol, take out Julie, and then Bruce doesn't have an idol. Right, you get all the same, you get all the same benefits while also carrying the numbers to seven. Yeah, because or, nobody has to know that like you're the one who told him to play the idol. Right, you can still work with Austin, and because there's well, a, that like, point, it doesn't matter though. You have the numbers with you, Jake right. and Katora. And if you're Emily, you want to be at the end with any of those people. Yeah, you win against any of those three. Her goof up was that, like, yeah, was the Bruce move and thinking that like. And again, that goes back to like what we see versus what is is actuality out there. She may have thought Bruce was the person that everybody thought was going to win the season. Because if he makes it to the end after he was a returnee, technically, he may have the best chance to win. I'm the one that took him out. I should win. Yeah. That may, because she thinks about things in a very analytical way. Like, I don't know that she fully grasps that. Yeah, Bruce really wasn't all that was cracked up to be, and he was actually the number you needed to get through one more trial. And then you can take Bruce out. But the reality was, like, the best thing to do it when you were up four to three, or four, what was it, four? It was, it, it was four, four. Four, but four. It was four, four, but they were laying all those votes on Bruce. Just tell him to play as idol. You take out Julie. Now Dude, you've got. Basically, is what happened tonight. You, you, you pull the Julie. Yeah. Then you flip it. It's four, three. Um, the Rebas only have three, and then at four, you decide which one of those Rebas you want to take out, and then you can take Bruce out at six because everybody's going to be on board with that. Yeah, she goofed up last week, and so, and I felt and I felt like she did, but you know you you had a lot of good reasons and a lot of people that like she was in the best position playing in the middle, and it almost worked. Like it, it almost worked that if if. That showmance, this is where we kind of started and it's coming back to it. If that showmance had not existed, if keeping D in the dark wasn't such an abhorrent thought for Austin, it would have worked. And that's the crazy thing is Emily was once again still in the best spot. She had managed to convince the Rebus, except for D and Julie. She'd managed to convince Austin, well, Minus the showman, she had managed to convince the others that taking her out, even though it's the easy vote, was not the right move here. That the actual right move was to take out Julie. 
she just didn't plan for the fact that Austin was one madly in love with D and felt the need that he had to go tell her everything he had to tell her. But he also, she also didn't plan for the fact that Austin was dumb enough to give his idol up and not ask for it back. Well, and the other thing is she got them to vote with her, even though they didn't want to, they voted with her because voting with her was their top priority. They were willing to let Julie be get taken out. That's how good. That's how well she sold the plan of, of of voting Julie out. Yeah, was that they voted? They could have voted with Julie, but they were they would rather Julie go home than to vote against Emily. Than to vote against Emily, and so it all comes back to like the 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 showman's kind of got her and. Uh, her own miscalculations kind of got her a little bit, but such a such a strong game. Uh, it, what, what's your best edit? Um, this is gonna sound weird because she went home, but I'm gonna stick with Emily on best edit. Yeah. Um, because here's the deal: she went home in a season where, like, we said from the get go, she couldn't win, but she couldn't win. Hey, we're if, right; she couldn't win. Hi. <laughs> yeah. See, no. Um, but she couldn't win because she was the best player on the season. Like and we had it, no it, idea. We had no clue. And it wasn't close. Like, I don't know that there's another person on the season that is as good at the game of Survivor. Gosh, I can't believe I'm saying that. Good at the game of Survivor as Emily. Like, she's better than the rest of them. She's that good at the game. She is up there with some of the best games ever played. She just – and she pulled off some really great moves. She just – had a couple missteps here and there, but like in terms of like changing her arc and change it, nobody's had a stronger game in that regard. Yeah. And she was clearly the best player and they showed us why she was the best player. They showed us tonight why she had to go home <clears throat> because everybody on the Island knew that no matter how, how, um, how much you don't want to sit next to mama J cause she's the mama didn't matter. Mama J didn't want to sit next to Emily. D, mob boss, didn't matter, didn't want to sit next to Emily. Austin, has advantages out the wazoo, didn't matter, didn't want to sit next to Emily. Drew has has kind of taken on that other mob boss ruling. Because here's the thing, every single person that was on board with her to take out Mama J, they kept saying, well, we'll just get Emily next time. Thing is, if you don't get Emily now, she's winning. Right. <laughs> Like, and they and they didn't recognize that because what they weren't thinking about is the thing I've said like three times already tonight is that if you get to six and it's three three, Katura, Jake, and Emily will know they can they, just go to they've got to go to rocks. Not just they can, they have to. Right. Because if they don't if they if Katura, Jake, and Emily flip, if it, let's you know, if it's D, Austin, and Drew, and it's Emily, Jake, and Katura. If they're at final six and it's, you know, however many votes, you know, three votes on D and three votes on Emily. Well, if they let Emily go home, Jake and Couture are cooked. D, Drew, and Austin are just going to go to, because at that point they're in, they're in bed together, so to speak. It's just going to be a matter of who, who can convince the jury, uh, who can convince the jury the best that that they were the one driving the boat. And, You've got to go to rocks because your only chance of winning, especially if you're Katura and Jake, your only chance of winning is to make sure you get there together. Right. 
Well, and and to get there together, you have to get there with Emily. And you're probably not going to beat Emily, but you're definitely not going to beat one of those Rebas if you let them take Emily out. And so it's it's one of those 50-50 balls where, like, if they had to take out Emily tonight. They just did. And the other thing, too, is is when you get to Rocks, I mean, if I'm Austin, who's – well, Austin will be safe because he played the Amulet. If I'm Julie, I'm not. I'm not going to rocks. Uh, D's gone. Like I have, I have no interest in in this. Like I'm taking, I'm 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 gonna just take her out. Yeah, she's not gonna go to rocks because she's gonna look at it and go. I mean, it's either her or me. I'm not doing this. No, she goes home. Well, at that point, Julie couldn't go to rocks, could she? If Julie's, Austin, Julie's they, gone already, is what I'm ta- is what I'm saying. Oh, in my scenario, Julie's gone. If if yeah, if, be if th- th- that's where the miscalculation was, if you take out Julie tonight, you're not going to get a chance to take out Emily because Drew. it's gonna it's going to rocks. And but Drew's not going to go to rocks for D. D's just going to go home. Yeah. Or the other the other thing is, uh, three votes get put on. Um, no, I mean at that point Drew may just walk out of trouble. Yeah. And it may be three to two, and yeah, Drew just true. says, Drew, "Drew just says, yeah, bro, I'm I'm out. I'm not. We're not playing this. I'm I'm good. You guys handle that. Uh, yeah, so I'm not part of it. I don't know. It, taking out Emily tonight was the only choice. If if yeah. the Reba if the Rebas want to ensure that they're going to the end, so yeah, I mean, Emily had a good. Ed. I'm going to go with Katura. I've been hard on Katura in the past because of her locking in on Bruce. But now that Bruce is gone, we got to see how she plays. And she's such a flexible player. Mm-hmm. Um, she she was working with everybody. She was working with Austin and Drew, even though she's never worked with Austin and Drew. And just by the dichotomy that's been set up there on the other side, she just went to him. was like, hey, let's, let's talk about taking out Mama Jay. What do you think about that? And the way she even presented it was just very well thought out. So without Bruce in the game, we're getting to see how calculating she is. Uh, you know, I, I made fun of her not saying she's a lawyer, but just the way she, the way she approached approached Austin and Drew about taking Julie out, I thought was very well done. And and she, I just thought she played a very well balanced game tonight. Um, and she just seems like somebody who she's one good move away from maybe having a resume to win this game. She, if, if the game ended right now, she wouldn't win, but she's starting to position herself where she's one move away to being the choice. Uh, and I think that's really interesting. Yeah. I mean, she had to get there with the right person. She probably to get there with drew and drew and Jake drew would have to piss off the other Rebus. Well, I think he already has, I think he already has because if he if it gets to the end of and it's Jake Katura and Drew, it's because Drew blew up the Reba four, right? Austin yeah. didn't want to blow it up. D didn't want to blow it up. Julie didn't want to blow it up. Drew blew it up, and now Drew's the one sitting at the end when he's the one who blew up there. When any of them would have like they kind of had it set up to where like, hey, it's the four of us. We all recognize that only three of us can get to the end, but let's you know let's get there. Let's let's do it. And Drew was the one who blew that up. If he gets to the end with Katura and Jake, I don't know that those three Rebas are going to want to vote for him. And then all those other people sitting on the jury are going to be looking at Katura and Jake. And of the two, Katura has been more in control of things. 
Yeah, because Jake has just been kind of. I mean, Jake has gotten the Owen at it. Yeah, Owen like, even Owen even said that on Twitter. He was like, "Welcome, brother." Um, like Owen, Owen didn't have a bad. Owen could win. Jake hasn't been bad. Like I, I mean, I've enjoyed Jake. I think Jake's fine, but Jake can't win because Jake has just gotten a really bad draw in this season. Yeah. Like he's somebody that like if they told me tomorrow that like he's coming back, all right, cool. That's that'll be fun. Maybe he can get a bit like if they just decided to give the folks to have the Owen type edits to, a chance to come back. Makes sense. Let him come back. It'll be fun. Yeah. But I just think Couture like Couture is in a position now where she can win. She's one good move. If she can engineer getting one of these Rebas out and balancing these numbers out a little bit, mm-hmm. um, work with work with Drew, work with Jake. Uh, see if you can get Austin on your side and finally get Julie out. You out. You outlined a couple of a couple of ways where like it could come down to well, it's Julie or D, and so finally D will obviously choose to vote for Julie because she has to. Um, like orchestrate getting down to that. If she can build fire, she can get to the end, and I think she's got a chance against Drew. And Jake, and, and there's a path to get there. So I like her for best edit. Um, my worst edit tonight, it's so tough. Everybody's played such a good season. Mm-hmm. Everybody's, I, I still think Drew um, has not had a great few weeks. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't think he's playing poorly. He's just so move hungry, and he's made it more desperate than it needed to be. Right. He could be in a position where they were in even better position than Tyson, Monica, and Jerv were in Blood versus Water. Because there's four of them instead of three. Mm-hmm. He could he could be cruising to the end right now. And just saving that knowledge without power for the perfect time to just not knowledge without power, safety without power. Is that what it's called? Yeah, safety without power, I think is what it's called. It's knowledge is power, safety without power. I was mixing two things. Um, (laughs) Safety without power, like find the right time to use that. Um, Make the, you know, win final immunity, make the right choice. Like he was in a position where he could really run the game in an easy way. And he's made it unnecessarily hard for a couple of, a couple of tribals now. And, and I don't think he's done it for the right reasons. Um, He's not working well with his allies and it's making it hard on his allies. And I wonder if next time his allies are going to recognize that if Austin and D all it's going to take is one conversation with Austin and D where they go, you know, who's really making this more difficult. Drew, Drew's the one making this more difficult. The only thing is he has the power. He just walk out. He does. That's the thing that like, that's, that is his trump card that allows him to play a little more loose is that he can just leave and not even backstab anybody. He just does what's best for his game, and he just walks out. Well, you take him out at six. If he doesn't win immunity at six, if that thing lasts until five, and if all it's going to take is Austin going to Jake and Couture and saying, listen, I know Drew acts like he's working with you guys. Has he told you about the safety without power? Yeah. And they go, no, yeah, so, yeah. So, like, at any point, he can just walk out of a tribal council. So, there could be a tribal council where you think you've got his number, and he's, and he's just going to walk out on you. Yeah, that's fair. And, and he told me about that. He didn't tell you about that, did he? And, yeah. and, and if you do that, 
then you've got everybody on your side and you just vote Drew out at six. And and all it's going to take is one conversation with do with D and Austin to say, we're kind of tired of him wrecking stuff and making things more complicated than it has to be and continually working to get Julie well, they're, out. They're at six now. He walks out. I think he walks out next week. I don't think he votes at six. I think he leaves. I, I don't think he risks. Maybe. Yeah. Inky going down. That's possible. I think he plays He plays to – one, I think he goes and tries to find the idol. Maybe he plays that, and then he plays the safety the following week. Or, so who, yeah. or I could see him going the following week and winning immunity again. Like, I think there's a path for Drew. Um, worst edit for me, I'm just going to go the entirety of the Reba group. Um, he, here's why. I think they got to where you wanted them to get to, right? But they did it in a way in which everybody has blown up everybody. Yeah. Uh, in a way very, that, very sloppy. Like, and it didn't have to be this way. Like, it could have just been – like, if you were – here's the thing. If you're going to get to four versus two with your Rebas, just do it the simple way. Don't blow everything up. There's no point in it. But instead, D revealed her true allegiance to Austin in the process – Austin revealed his true allegiance to D to Drew in the process. And I, and I say D revealed it to Julie. So now they've completely fractured both of their other like side relationships that they've been using to get to the end. Um, Drew has fractured everything. Like he has no pieces with the others. And then Julie had an opportunity to take out, like if she, I think if she was going to do what she did tonight, uh, play the idol, the stronger play wasn't to take out Emily. The stronger play was to take out D, or take out Austin. Um, if she takes out D or Austin, and then goes, well, she couldn't take out. Well, she could, yeah, because because Austin said he was going to play his idol if if Julie played hers, but he didn't <laughs> do it. And so that makes me wonder if, because he outright said that, then didn't do it. So that makes me wonder if it goes back to what you and I talked about last week. I think Austin genuinely wants to stretch this out as far as he can. Yeah, but I still want, I wonder if what we're going to find out is that he and Julie talked and maybe, yeah, that's possible. And, Uh, And he said, listen, I, I have gathered that like D probably told you about the plan tonight. Let's take out Emily and let's fix this. Let's take out Emily and let's fix this fracture. Uh, that, I mean, unless he is just, he was just rolling the dice. And if, if so, kudos to him. It was the right play. Right. Um, but. And, and again, though, like if I'm, if I'm Julie, I still take out D there. Like yeah. even if he does that, all that confirms for me is like Austin will do anything to save D. D will do anything to save Austin. And. What that confirms for you is next time when I don't have an idol, I'm going home. Right. So I think she actually wasted her opportunity because she's the bottom of the four. Yeah. Uh, and if she's not the bottom of the four, she's three. And if, she, and if she uses that knowledge to take out D, yeah, she can go to the end with anyone she wants. Well, right. Well, and then she just joins up. Because at that point, Emily... She just, jo- she just joins up with Emily, Katura, and Jake and yeah. takes, out, the other um, takes out the other two. Look, with, with the knowledge that she could still go back with the other two if, if Emily and them don't, work, don't play ball. Right. And they've shown us... They, and they tasted a little tonight. Julie's really good at fire. Yeah. 
So I think, like, for me, like, I think the move tonight was to take out D and then move forward. So, like, I just think everybody got to where they should have gotten, which is four to two. But they did it in a way that has hurt every single one of their games to the point that it's really hard to pick out who is going to win because they've all drastically lowered their own odds. But I will say, and it was three instead of four, but this is the exact place we got last season with Jam Jam Carson and Carolyn. Yep. And we thought they were going to turn on each other and it was going to be dramatic. And then they just all three went to the end pretty much. <laughs> um, they didn't all get to the end because Carson lost fire, right? Yep. But like it, it ended up working out that they just fixed it. So I don't know. Um, but I, 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 you're obviously no longer on it on the Emily train. I know. I'm so devastated. Who's who's your pick? Who I, I've got Austin. I'm going to stick with it. I don't feel great about it, but I'm going to stick with Austin just because I think everybody's kind of on even footing right now. I think you're right. Uh, I'm going to go Julie. And yep. and this, I, I get sucked into this every year. Uh, the fire thing. The fire thing. Yeah. yeah it it happens every year. It hasn't been right yet, but you're you're on it. It hasn't been right yet. And here's the thing. Um. Well, I mean, technically, like, Deshaun got to the end because of fire. We just thought he was really bad at it. Yeah. Um, and he wasn't. Um, you you were just dead set that Erica was going to beat him in fire. Yeah, I thought I thought I'd read it right. And, I mean, Erica beat him after he won fire. Anyway, point yeah. being, I, I'm, I don't have a good read on – which is kudos to the, to the editing and such. I don't got- have – read on who's going to win because of Emily going out here because but, because of the or, and, and because of the order they took people out in yeah well and the fact that they blew it up the way they did like that's why this edit was so bad for the re before is because I think they've all lowered their odds of winning in a way that like they could have just went to the end and fun so now I'm like you know, well, they've lowered their. What's what's crazy to me is they've lowered their odds of winning, but technically, Katura and Jake's odds aren't much better. You know, like I, no, yeah, yeah. It, it it's because Emily's the one that went out. I think everyone's odds got a little better because I think everybody but Julie loses to Emily at the end because Emily went out. The percentages actually went up, even though those four didn't play very well. They they got better odds because somebody they couldn't beat is out of the game, except for Julie. Right. Well, so, and that's why I'm, I think, and, and, and long, that's a long way of getting to. That's why I think you picking Julie is smart because I think she's the only one who was already in good position to win over Emily, um, and so now she got that bump from taking Emily out tonight. And yeah. so she's she still got such good odds. When I, when I say like they hurt their odds, I guess I mean they hurt their odds of getting there to the end. Right, right. They made it much harder on themselves to get there because now they don't have a clear cut path to the end. Um, and you've got like these advantages: the amulet, probably another idol coming out, and the safety without power. And it's all on the Reba side, but I think they're going to start poaching each other. D would be my winner pick, but the problem is, like you mentioned, maybe has the least amount of cover 
And I think Julie has the best odds of crossing the center line to go join up with Katura and um, Jake. And I think Drew. Except Drew's already there. He is, but he's just going to, he might leave him. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, there's so much intrigue with this next tribal. And I feel like I say that every week. Is that every week, like next week's idol, next week's tribal is going to be really good. And it is. And then there's, there's, there's big stuff for the next one. So just yeah. such a well edited season. Yeah. I'm, I'm really excited to see how in game plays out. Um, maybe next week we can order who we think, like, we'll do the order of best to least odds. Um, yeah. We generally do that at five. Yeah, we can do best because five, five will be the five will be the finale, and that's generally what we do: is the best odds to get there, the best odds to win if they get there. Yeah, so we'll look forward to that next week. I think I think that'll be fun. I think I think we're gonna have some similar orders, if I had to guess right now. Uh, but hey, if Julie joins up with Katura and Jake, and uh, Drew leaves Tribal and D goes home, that may change drastically. Yeah, th- I, I really like. I said I. Julie would have to be like right now my betting favorite. I'm going to stick with Austin, obviously, because you've got Julie. But like, I, Julie would be my betting favorite right now, but she could also be a very easy vote yeah. out at six that everyone just recognizes like, now we have to do it. Especially, other- especially if it works out the way you were talking, where Drew walks out, Austin's got his amulet, uh, Jake's got immunity, Katura finds an idol. And and D's just left like, well, I can't vote for myself, so I'm gonna vote for D or go vote for Julie. Like it could work out where Julie is just the obvious vote out at six and it's super boring. Or she could win it all. Like that's the other thing with Julie, the other story, the other the other through thread that we've gotten all season long is how painfully close she has gotten to win an immunity and hasn't done it yet. Yep, she could just win immunity. She can win immunity, yeah. And they said it tonight, which I think might be a reason to look for that through thread. They said tonight, like, who do we think has a better chance of winning immunity? Yep. Oh, I think it's Julie. Yeah. So that's that's, that's another one. She wins immunity. It throws the whole game on its head. So I, I, I don't even know where to rank them now because it's really going to depend on what happens next week. Who wins yeah. wins immunity? How do they handle their advantages? How do they navigate the alliances? So I'm really excited. Yeah, me too, man. I'm excited to talk with you, and uh, we'll, we'll get back with it next week. Yeah, man. Have a good one.